I believe the Lord is drawing us into a place that we have never been before as a church in general. And I believe wholeheartedly that God is ready, God is prepared to pour out miracles, signs, and wonders upon those who are ready to receive them. He is ready to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. He is ready for that. As the church, it is our job to make sure we are ready to facilitate that when it happens. This morning I was going to speak on this topic, things that matter and things that don't. I believe God is calling us into an hour that we have to focus on the things that matter. And we have to start throwing to the curb the things that do not matter anymore. The things that have been distracting us for what he is trying to do. I can tell you there's a lot of people that's not here this morning. And it could be a distraction to us. You look around and there's a lot of people missing. And some people have good reasons for not being here. But I'll tell you right now, the Lord spoke something to me this morning. I jotted it down. That there are some people that are even in this church, that are even in this church, and it broke my heart when I heard the Lord say, but said, there are those in this church who are giving more effort to backslide than they are to get in my presence anymore. There are a lot that sit here lukewarm on Sundays. Lukewarm. But the problem is, is that on Mondays, it's a complete slipping away. And the effort is given throughout the week to try to get further away from God. When God's sitting here begging, come back home, because this is the greatest hour for the church. But there will be those who will miss out on this. I believe the Lord is crying out to his church. He is crying out to his church and telling his church to open your eyes and see what I have for you. I was reading in Isaiah 1. It says, hear the words of the Lord, rulers of Jerusalem. It says, you rulers of another Sodom, listen to the law and instruction of God, you people of another Gomorrah. What are your multiplied sacrifices to me without your repentance? He said, I've had enough of your burnt offerings of rams and the fat of well-fed cattle without your obedience. He said, and I take no pleasure in the blood of bulls or lambs or goats offered without repentance. He said, and when you come to appear before me, who requires this of you, this trampling of my temple or my courts by your sinful feet? So when you spread out your hands in prayer, pleading for my help, I will hide my eyes from you. Yes, even though you offer many prayers, I will not be listening. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. 
Get your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing evil. The Lord is crying out to the church. We've got to pull it together. We have got to remove the things from our lives that don't matter to God. Because our focus has been, we've been so distracted by the things that God doesn't care about. When he's saying, I'm calling you to the things that matter. He's saying, I understand you can come to Sunday and you can worship me and you can give sacrifice and sacrificial offerings. You can do all those things. He's saying, that's great. He said, but unless you are in obedience to me and there's repentance in your heart, it means nothing to me. I don't want it. And I can do nothing with you. My heart this morning for this church, I want us to understand something. That God is getting ready to pour out. Pour out. Things that are going to go above and beyond the book of Acts that we love so much. The outpouring is not going to compare to the 3,000. The outpouring is not going to compare to the book of Acts days. But we're going to completely overtake those numbers in a short period of time. But God's saying you got to be ready. And I ask you, church, this morning, do you want to be an apostolic church? Do you want to be a book of Acts church? Do you want to be Pentecostal in your worship? Do you want to be dedicated unto him and him alone? I'm asking, do you want to experience miracles in our altars? Do you want to have signs? and wonders? Do you want to have thousand soul revivals? Do you want to have it because God's saying, I'm ready to pour it out upon the church that is ready. We've got to be ready. We've got to be ready. That worship that we just experienced, what I'm talking about, it cannot just be a Sunday worship thing. It cannot just be a Wednesday worship thing. But that's got to be Monday morning when we wake up. That worship just comes out of us. We can't help it, but we love Him. That when you cry out on a Tuesday, God, I need you. He says, oh, I hear your voice because you're obedient to my you have repentance in your heart. God's saying to the church, stop being of the world and be of my kingdom so I can pour it out upon you. Stop being so hit and miss on church. Stop being disobedient to my word. Stop reverting to your old ways. This is not the hour to seek out your past. But it is the hour to seek his face like never before. It's time to grab a hold of the things that matter. It's time to grab a hold of the things of God. And it's time to throw to the curb the things that you're holding on to that all they want to do is destroy you and weigh you down. That's all it is. That's all it is. 
it's time for sin to go. I was sitting there early this morning and I asked, why is it so important? Why is it so important that we get our life together? Why? Why is it so important? Time is short, Brother Mark. God's coming back. I'm glad two of you believe it, but I'm telling you right now, if you don't know, read the end of the book. Opens your spiritual eyes. Quit looking through your fleshly eyes. I'm telling you right now, we, what we need in this church is we, we need a spirit of discernment to be released upon everybody in this church. You need to be able to discern what is going on around you. A lot of times we just walk around just in a, just in a, in a daze. We go to work, we come home, we do our thing. We're just such, such a routine. We give all the effort and the things that does not matter when God's saying, open your eyes to the things around you. I'm coming back soon. A lot of us, we don't, like to, we don't want to accept that because, well, I haven't got to live my life yet. You'll live more there than you ever will live here. I promise you that. But the Lord is saying, get ready. Get ready. Remove those things from your life. I said, okay, Lord, why is it so important? And I asked myself this question. There are a lot of us that struggle with the things in our life that we've struggled with for a long time. And I truly believe everybody in this place wants to go to heaven. You want to make heaven? Raise your hand if you want to make heaven. I appreciate it. There was a couple that was kind of like this. I appreciate that more than folded arms. I'll pray for you. Because I promise you, I promise you, you don't want the other place. I burnt some stuff in my backyard the other day. Don't tell any city officials. It was bigger than two by three. And I got close to throw another pallet on, and when I did, I felt that heat come up and hit me in the face. And I stepped back. And I grabbed my boys. I said, you feel that? He said, I can feel the heat from over here. I said, Bubba, that doesn't compare to what hell it's going to be like. And you never die. It's anguish for eternity, pain, and sorrow. You'll cry out. You'll just want a drop of water on the tip of your tongue. You'll just want something, some kind of relief, but you'll never get it. You'll never get it. It won't come to you. What you're going to cry out for is you're going to cry out for someone to show you grace and mercy. But the whole time you were here on earth, someone was trying to show you grace and mercy. But you ignored it. There are sins that are holding you down right now that I've been preaching about for the last four and a half years. And there are some in this room that you can't let go of the addictions. And those addictions will take you to hell. Listen to me this morning. It's not worth it. There is grace and mercy being extended to you today.
God's crying out and saying, all you've got to do is just give your life to me. Exchange the things that don't matter for the things that matter. I said, God, what won't be in heaven? He said, lying, cheating, cussing, smoking, drunkenness, fornication, adultery, stealing, gossip, slander, backbiting, idolatry, dishonesty. Those things will not be in heaven. Hear me. Those things won't be in heaven. If those things are some stuff that you're carrying around and you're dealing with and you can't let go of, I'm telling you right now, you need to get to an altar this morning and you need to lay them down and say, God, please remove this from me because I cannot miss heaven over this. One of our biggest problems, and I've said this before, but I feel to say it again. We're so good at building altars. We're so good at Sunday morning to come up and cry all those tears. Oh God, oh God, oh God. I lay my addiction on the altar. Here it is, God. Here it is. And then you get up and you say, let's go, addiction. Let's go back home. Some of you will come here and you'll cry your eyes out. God will pour his spirit upon you again. And by midnight, you're drunk. I'm sorry, I just feel this in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm crying out. I'm reaching for somebody's soul right now. I'm reaching for somebody's soul right now. I don't want to see you go to hell. Or some of you, God's been talking about you. God's been talking to you to make things right, to do it the right way, do it the biblical way. You've been struggling. I'm telling you, give in to what God is saying. He said, well, it might cost me something here on earth. Who cares what it costs you here on earth? These things won't be in heaven. I had... Brother Donald, you don't have to get them. I had props, but I want to say this real quick, and then I'm going to give an altar call. And I, I, I'm asking you as your pastor, be real with yourself this morning. I don't listen. I know most of your struggles because you tell them to me. Nobody else in the room probably really knows what you're struggling with. They don't. Don't worry about that. Let me ask you, is, is their opinion, is their opinion worth missing heaven over? Because if they have opinion of you getting up and coming to the altar, then they need to get to the altar themselves. The last time I checked, we said we we're a family around here. And when someone gets, gets up and comes to the altar, they shouldn't come alone. You shouldn't have to come alone. Just as the Chapmans just went and, and buried our precious elder, they weren't standing here on Thursday night by themselves. They weren't standing here on Friday morning by themselves. No, the family was here. Where the Chapman told me earlier, he said the family's starting to go home and 
he said, I'm starting to feel the emptiness of the home. And I said, don't forget, you always have family here. Why am I preaching this this morning? Because this, I want my boys to hear this. I want my wife to hear this. Because I love them so much that I do not want them to miss heaven. And I'm preaching this because I love your kids so much and I love you so much that I don't want you to miss heaven. But I had two big trash bags. One of them to represent the things that matter to God. And one, the things that don't. I'm asking this morning for you to do two things. To bring those things that don't matter to the altar. To leave them here. To put them on the altar and say, God, here they are. To set fire to them in your spirit so there's nothing you can carry away. That fire there today in my backyard, by the time it was done, I probably had 20, 30 pallets. There was ashes. I couldn't take one away because there was nothing left. You need to bring it and leave nothing here. But then you need to go over to the bag that is full of the things that matter to God that we have stuffed away and tied a knot in and open it up and take it home with you. Get it out. Get it out. Open prayer back up in your home. Open up fasting back in your home. Open up the word of God in your home. Play, begin to play worship music in your home. Change the atmosphere. Go, you can even go through. When you get home, you can go through and say, man, there's things in here that's not of God. You can go through and clean your house out when you get home. Get rid of some stuff. Get rid of some stuff. If there's addiction sitting in your refrigerator, I dare you to go home and dump it. If it's in your cabinet, dump it. Whatever you got to do, get rid of it. And replace it with the things that matter. Because here's why I'm telling you, there's an urgency inside my heart. And there's something that as, as Christians we are guilty of. We are very selfish sometimes. And we think, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me. i got to get past my issues for myself. No, 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 no. We've got to get past our issues for those who don't even know the name of Jesus. That's why we got to get past who we are. Because the things that matter to him, yes, it's you, but it's also a lost and dying world around us. And he's saying, I'm calling upon the apostolic church to rise, arise, arise in this final hour and to be what I've called you to be. I want us all to stand right now. And this is not going to be awkward because nobody knows. But I'm asking you right now, we have to change who we are. We have to exchange the things that matter and take them for the things that don't and get rid of them this morning. As they play, I'm going to ask you right now, if you would, if you would step out. And as soon as you see somebody step out next to you, will you walk with them? Don't make somebody come alone this morning. Let's be honest with yourself. Let's come with a heart of repentance. 
Let's be obedient to the word of God this morning. Because God's word said it just, just a few minutes ago. He's longing to take this church to deeper places. Places we've never been before. But until we're obedient, until we're repentant, we'll never get to that place. We'll never get there right now. But come on, as a church family, as a church family, won't you come up to the front? I know we were already up here worshiping, but this is your time to come and lay these things down and say, God, I refuse to leave the same because I'm telling you, what we're doing right now is we're preparing ourselves for what God's going to start tonight in this church. There's going to be miracles in this house tonight, but we have to prepare ourselves for it. There's going to be signs and wonders in this place tonight. There's going to be people receiving the Holy Ghost for the first time tonight in this service. Come on, Prepare, prepare yourselves, uh, prepare yourselves right now for it. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, lift your voice up right now. Oh, cry out to him. Be real with him right now. God, forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Oh, restore the things that matter, Jesus. God, restore the things that matter, God, and remove the things that don't right now. Oh.